0: Welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. Here we go. Uh, As I adjust the screen, in The Room Podcast, sorry, people out there, New England um, a few technical difficulties on my side here. Uh, nothing to do with these guys. They were on time, but my computer decide, decided to upload uh, a bunch of shit. So uh, these guys have been sitting patiently. But who we have here is Coach Chip Morazapolod and Zach Converse. i got to switch your names about, around because I didn't even have time to, um, t- to edit. But I know we have sound because uh, I can hear it on my phone right now. So, gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. And, uh, you know, a week away from a big fight from Zach, man. Uh, where were you guys tonight training?
1: Nowhere.
2: <laughs>
1: All uh, right. so
2: today was a bit of recovery day, but we were training. Uh, I was training over at uh, Junigo last night. She was teaching class. And then, um, uh, yeah, tomorrow i will be at Fight Zone for some sparring. And I'll probably hit some uh, strength condition tomorrow afternoon as well so now as
0: far as strike zone and uh you know the gyms that you train in what kind of commute is that for you uh you first zach and you chip after
2: uh so i live so fight zone is right near me like i've been training there the past like four or five years or whatever so fight zone's like 10 minute drive if that for me because i live in bridgewater but junico is about uh is, is like an hour or whatever but i try to try to get there during the week when when chip's teaching and uh you know, um, some of those other guys are there, so.
0: What about you, Chip? Uh, right down the street, a couple, of, a couple of gyms. I know City Otong is uh, is a little hole, though, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm at City Otong on Mondays for, I mean, that's just for my sparring, but I'll bring Zach up there and my other student, Matt, who's fighting on the youth card uh, the same day. A few of my other guys, are there too, but, um, yeah. yeah, that's like 45 minutes away from me um oh, I teach Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights down at Daniel Gracie, uh, formerly known as Junico. And uh, so that's like 45 minutes to 40 minutes, something like that. And then over to Fight Zone, I'll pop over there some Saturdays to to watch Zach's spar with everybody, see how he's moving around and whatnot. A couple of the other guys over there do lessons with me, too. So I like to keep tabs on on how they move and see what I got to work on and everything. And that's only about like 20 minutes. So it's not too far. Nice.
0: Uh, so, Chip, uh, you're on the other side of the coin here, um, the coaching side. I mean, you've been doing it, but now you've got guys over there that are, you know, making some steam because uh, Muay Thai is kind of, you know, the world opened up and it, it's kind of thriving right now in New England. Man, how how does that feel to be on a, on the other side of the coin there and taking care of some of these uh, future killers?
1: It's cool. I mean, almost makes me feel old because <laughs> I haven't fallen a little bit. Because I have to get my hip fixed. So that makes me also feel old. But um but no, I love teaching. I love seeing these guys get better. Um, I like building my little group of uh of savages. So it's cool like like seeing the stuff that I'm teaching them start to come to fruition and seeing them use it in, in their sparring and in their fights and whatnot and and just kinda passing on the stuff that I've learned in my career, you know, and kinda Helping them along at the start of theirs, and but at the same time, it's like I'm still doing it too. So it's like I'm in there. I feel like that's a lot of the difference between me and some of the other coaches is that I'm still in there, sparring with them and and putting whoopings on them and and letting them feel what it's like to to go with somebody at a little bit higher level, even though I am not at 100%. But I can still, you know, give it to them a little bit. But you know, it's it's cool. I love it. Zach, how'd you get, uh, you know, you're at
0: fight zone, but how'd you get mixed up with, um, the surgeon here, man? I mean, uh, that's, I mean, I have him behind you, man, your second fight and, you know, your first fight. And so, uh, man, how's that feel to have that knowledge? And dude, guy had a winning streak for like six years, a lion fight, man, killing everybody.
2: Yeah, no, it's awesome. I mean, uh, like I said, I was training at fight Zone for years. Obviously I still train that's my, uh, Primary gym, but you know some of our, like you had mentioned, some of uh, the other guys in my gym, like Jimmy McDonald, also uh, trained with Chip. So you know when I started taking Muay Thai seriously, and I was like, man, I actually want to make a run at this. You know, not just train it. I want to actually start fighting. I was like, I want to to just have the best teammates, the best coaches, and stuff in my corner. So I just reached out. Uh, we started working together, and then um, yeah, it just kind of took off ever since. But no, it's awesome to have to have uh have them in my corner and stuff and um you know yeah it's it's great. Excellent my man so
0: chip how many people uh how many kids female and uh you know males are you uh you know you have that in that little fight that fight huddle there you're getting ready
1: uh I mean for this card I just uh two people so I got um uh, Matt Nakata he fought last time on the youth event he was uh like the last fight of the daytime card And he's going to be at it again this time. Um, 16 year old kid, savage coming up. He's just training with all us grown-ups, and I'm putting it on him on a regular basis. He's going to be a beast. Um, got Zach over here. Uh, Dan Gracie from my class. I got a few younger people, a couple of girls, a few people that are, that are getting a lot better. And that I'm going to have to start looking for fights for soon. Uh, Felipe, the one that, uh, caused that with a low blow yesterday i need to get him <laughs> back in the ranking spot for uh cage titans once a few years ago before i was really working with them um and then i got i mean people that do privates with me i do privates all throughout the week so i got a lot of people that like some of them come from other gyms like tk mosher she trains at, at hard knocks but before she went over to hard knocks um she was working with me and i was like, yeah, go to, go to Hard Knocks. We've got a lot of great people over there, great coaches, great girls to train with, but she still comes to train with me like once or twice a week. Um, so it's like I got a lot of people from here and there all over. I don't have my own gym right now. Uh, hopefully soon that will, that will not be the case, but uh, yeah, I'm just building my little, getting my my, my tentacles everywhere, <laughs> you know, and kind of building my little my little surgeon Muay Thai squad. And um uh, and then soon we'll be making making waves.
0: Excellent. Well, you're setting yourself up to be, uh, you know, that 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 coach and having, you know, a lot of success there down the line. Um, you know, before I get to Zach and uh, this matchup, and speaking of uh, Hard Knocks, because that's his opponent, right there coming out of that camp. Chip, uh, uh, you mentioned the hip. I um I spoke to you the last uh, the last Lion fight. And um, you spoke about getting surgery, having something done. When, w- w- what's the timeline on that? And uh, how, how long will you be on the shelf once you have that?
1: Yeah, the hip has been an issue for the past, uh, pretty much ever since quarantine. Uh, I came out of quarantine and my kicks were weird and they've just gotten worse ever since. So my last fight, I mean, I didn't really advertise it or whatnot, but I was definitely not 100%. I couldn't really do most of the things that I usually do. Couldn't really throw kicks, couldn't sprint, can't kick pads, can't do a lot of stuff. Still went out there and fought. You know, that's what we do. But um, I finally got um, a schedule for the surgery. So I'm getting a hip resurfacing, uh, which is pretty much what John Wayne Parr got um, and a lot of other like, great athletes. The surgeon that did it, he did Frankie Edgar's hip and a lot of other like like well-known athletes in major sports um so yeah that's happening at the end of may and the, sur- uh, the recovery isn't that bad uh, he said i'm i'm back to being on my feet pretty much right afterwards just using a walker for a little bit a couple days or something um but yeah you're back like back at it not too soon uh, he said like probably six months i'll be fully on like kicking as hard as i can doing everything wow. but he said most people are back to the whatever sport they're doing, skiing, surfing, snowboarding whatever within like maybe three months. So I'll be, I'll be back holding pads before I'll be back kicking people, but I'll be able to do things.
0: Yeah. That, I mean, you know, that'll ease you into it anyway, you know, holding the pads, getting that work with the kids moving around and stuff. I mean, that, that, that'll definitely get you, uh, you know, that body getting in shape, man. So when you're ready to, you know, hit your own training camp, man. So, you know, Kudos to you, man, getting that done and uh, coming back, Chip 2.0. So let's talk about this, man. You uh, you mentioned hard knocks and, you know, being with some of those guys there. And they're always all over, um, no boundary. Uh, You know, um, Bill does a lot of the matchmaking there for them. Uh, As far as that, he's fighting Nick Rossi, man. It's his first amateur fight because uh, he's turning 18. First official amateur fight. Is that correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, this is a big to-do, man. People have waiting, been waiting for this kid to come out since, God, 13, 14 years old, uh, I would say, man, waiting for the, him to turn 18 to get this done, man. Zach, what are you feeling about this matchup, man? Uh, you're the guy. You're the, you're the guy here, man. Uh, how are you
2: feeling about it? Man, I'm, I'm super excited, honestly. Knocks um, is such a good gym. They have such high talent, high-quality Muay Thai there. It's awesome. they they got an awesome team with awesome coaches, um you know i've seen him around on social media and seen some of his fights and stuff like that um he's a super talented young fighter um and so i'm super excited you know one thing you know i was talking to chip about it is uh i'm really excited because i'm fighting another traditional muay thai fighter you know so sometimes you know you got guys that are a little more unorthodox um a little bit of a different style you know i'm obviously i've developed my thai style from training under on a and over at fight zone and stuff so um, to be able to fight another traditional tie fighter and to have some like you know tie fight exchanges in there uh, is going to be awesome. That's what I'm super super pumped about, especially someone as talented as uh, as Nick Rossi. So uh, again, I'm I'm super excited for this fight, honestly.
0: Excellent, my man. As far as uh you know the preparation for for it, uh, how long's this training camp been, and what what have you like? learned every training camp you're learning new things or adding new things anything uh, have you added or or shopped up or learned in your game in this tra- training camp from that last one
2: uh yeah yeah I mean we've been doing a lot of uh a lot of clinching and stuff lately a lot of um you know since uh, again I'm fighting a more traditional tie fighter. it's like all right you know throw a kick you know be ready to defend you know just like just ba- basics 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 we always harp on that it's just uh perfecting the basics and stuff like that so I mean, I've learned so much from all my fights and smokers that I've had, right? You know, you you fight, and then you basically, you look over it after and be like, okay, I should have done this a little more, or I should have done this. You take that, and, you know, you learn from it, and you move on to the next fight. So, um, I mean, I've definitely learned a lot as far as training camp goes. It's been going awesome. Um, I mean, I'm constantly training, even when I don't have a fight, uh, you know, coming up. I'm always in the gym. I'm constantly training. I always harp on uh, cardio and strength conditioning. I keep myself in good shape. Um, I mean, when I'm not in flight camp, you know, I still eat cheeseburgers and stuff, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a constant grind. Uh, you know, I, I read a quote the other day that was like, um, said something like, if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. So that's the motto that I've always, you know, stuck in my head was just stay ready at all times. Cause you never know, you can get called up on a short notice or, you know, you might just know that a card is approaching. So you're like, all right, I want to stay in the best shape possible. That way I don't have to get in shape for the camp. You know, I can just stay in shape and just, just grind. So
0: yeah. Well, um, I would imagine hard knocks is gonna be all over that place. There's gonna be green, 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 green. Um, what, what's your fan I mean, what's your fan base like going there is uh as far as people coming to see you? I mean, you're under this man right here, so He's got a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of training partners and other kids that are going to be fighting there, man. Uh, what do you bring to the table that can, you know, help uh, absorb some of that some of that green raw that's going to be
2: happening there that night? Uh, well, so I had a, I had a pretty big fan base last time and um, it's funny, like, I didn't even realize I didn't realize I was going to have that big of a fan base. I know I had sold a bunch of tickets but that's not really what I was thinking about going into the fight, you know? You think about training and, and controlling the nerves and all that good stuff, so I had a pretty big fan base last time. I mean, I had, like, the whole stage and everybody, like, screaming and yelling. I was like, man, this is awesome, you know? And uh, so I know I have a pretty big fan base. I know that uh, Melrose, I'm pretty sure, is in his backyard, so I know he's going to have a huge fan base, especially uh, for a gym like Hard Knocks. They always have a huge fan base there. So, um, you know, mentally just preparing myself for that. Um, I mean, the crowd itself, to include my fans and his fans, is going to be going nuts for this fight. So... I'm just excited for the energy, you know, as a whole for his fans, my fans, um, you know, it's, it's just, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I mean, the energy that the, the energy in that atmosphere that night is going to be, is going to be wild. So I'm just excited, you know, for that. So, yeah.
0: Well, my friend, uh, your first amateur fight was in a cage as far as uh, yeah. doing Muay Thai. Second one was at No Boundary where you came away with it. It was a great, great fight. Came away with the hand raised there. What was the difference as far as uh, the feeling there? I mean, you can't use the, you know, you can't use the cage the same way you would use the ropes or something like that. What what was the difference for you as far as the mind uh, fighting in the cage? Because you might be back there again, you know, uh, combat night for Cage Titans, you know. Uh, what, what was the difference in your mind there?
2: So, uh, again, going from a cage to a ring. It is a big difference. Um, I mean, I don't mind fighting both, but, you know, at fight zone, we have a ring. So um, I'm always, obviously, used to the ring being a a Muay Thai fighter. So, um, I mean, the biggest difference, I felt like, obviously, in the ring, I had, like, more space. uh, But I'd say the biggest difference from, like, my, from when I fought Nico at Cage Titans to when I fought Kabir at No Boundary, um, again, some of the things that you learn from your previous fights. My first fight, obviously, at Cage Titans. Cage Titans always has a huge crowd. Awesome atmosphere, great energy. Um, you know, obviously, I was a little nervous. I was in front of, what, like 1,500-plus people or whatever. So, you know, I was a little punched shy the first couple rounds. So that was one thing I took um, and learned from for my second fight at No Boundary against Kibera was, all right, you just got to let stuff go. It's like you know what to do. You need to just push forward and actually let your hands go, let your kicks go. So that was one thing that I learned. Okay, so now that that step is, is, is finished, we took that fight. You know, um, I know I came away with the win. It was an awesome fight. Cabrera was a great opponent. Um, there was still a lot to learn from for that fight. So, okay, now that I was able to break that barrier of letting my hands and my kicks go and, and things like that, now it's like okay, let's let's try to be a little more technical. Let's strategize. You know, let's get better for the next one. So, excellent.
0: Well, Chip, um, as far as being out the on the outside coaching these guys and uh, ladies, what what's the difference you see as far as the cage? Uh, in in these kids fighting there, does it does it make them fight more in the center, like stay away from that cage? I mean, what what's your thoughts on Muay Thai in a cage uh, compared to in a ring? Do you do you like it, not like it? Is it what's your thoughts on that?
1: Anybody who knows me knows that I'm kind of a purist, so I don't love the Muay Thai in the cage. I understand that. Um, like Muay Thai is very old. Has a lot of traditions that, unless you're a fan of Muay Thai and you really know Muay Thai, if you're watching it as a Westerner in the United States and you see people doing the 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 Ramoy and the the music's playing and the they're wearing the flowers and the Mong Kong and the project and everything like that, people will be like, "What the hell is going on here?" You know. So it's like putting it in a cage and taking away a lot of um, a lot of the stuff that you associate with muay thai like traditionally it makes it easily palatable for a western audience but so that's good so like you can make it you can like market it more and everything like that but a lot of the fights i see especially at like cage sites and stuff like that or, or i mean anywhere you'll see like mma people just getting in there thinking oh yeah it's it's just stand up we can just do mma with nobody taking us down where that's not what muay thai is muay thai is a very like when muay thai is done properly it's beautiful when muay thai is done properly certain things score higher than other things and and you're fighting in a certain rhythm and you're looking to do certain things that kind of is lost for a lot of people but i mean at the same time These are amateur fighters, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to see people that have been doing skip knees and kicks since they were six years old, like in Thailand, you know what I'm saying? It's not people that have had a lot of experience. So you're not going to get that pure, pure Muay Thai look. That being said, I do like the ring better than the cage, you know what I'm saying? I want to keep as much of the integrity in the sport as is possible. But I mean, hey. Like, whatever opportunity is there for them is, is a good thing. Like, when I was trying to switch over from uh, MMA to Muay Thai, there wasn't really a lot of opportunities for me to do that. Now, was it only been, like, six years later, and now there's no boundary, now there's cage Titans. now there's, like, all kinds of different promotions that are that are offering Muay Thai instead of just MMA. So I think that's a, that's a great thing. As far as, like, how they fight, I don't think the cage or the ring really makes that much of a difference when these guys don't have that much experience in the first place, you know? Like they're just going out there and they're they're learning to deal with all the the other stuff, learning to deal with the nerves, learning to deal with like you know, fight week and and cutting weight and selling tickets and all that kind of stuff, you know? So it's like when they're going in there now it's okay, like now just get comfortable fighting somebody you know like with people watching with the with the the lights on and the crowd screaming and yelling and booing or cheering or whatever like learning that that doesn't matter at all and just go out there and do what you've been training to do you know like do the same things you do do know do what you know you're supposed to do and then try to fight the nerves and stuff like that like so I don't care if it's a ring or a cage when when you don't have that much experience, you know you just got to learn how to how to just jump in the pool and swim, you know. Well, yeah.
0: moving to moving to no boundary, uh, totally different vibe. They do, you know, Muhammad and Fred. They do spice it up and make it, you know, a little more palatable for you know the the, the newbies there. But all in all, that's a that's a traditional, um, you know, event there, and they try to keep it there uh, as that man as far as going in there. Um, you know, how do you feel about that? No Boundary is, is the, you know, in my eyes, the biggest uh, Muay Thai promotion on the East Coast. I would love to see them have more shows during the year, but I know the expense of it and getting fighters, you know, to fight um, on multiple cards. But what's your thought on them, uh, Chip? You've been there so many times, had so many fighters fight for them and been in the corner so many times, man. How, how's it feel to be a part of, part of that and Zach uh, ent- entering their ring again?
1: Yeah, man, I love it. Um, they do, like, try to... I mean, obviously, they don't have MMA fights, which, fun fact, my very first fight ever was for No Boundary back in 2008. It was the uh, MMA card they did in Plymouth at the Jungle Jungleplex. Um, Phil Davis actually had his first pro fight that same night. Um, so, yeah, it's like... That's a little little MMA history freaking blurb right there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm old. But, um... Yeah, so I love that they, they like, it's just a straight-up Muay Thai card, you know? Like, nobody's getting confused, like, oh, is it kickboxing? Is it Muay Thai? Like, no, this is Muay Thai, you know? Like, you'll see people, they give them time. If, if somebody's coming from, like, a traditional Muay Thai school, they give them time to do their Y crew. Um, they'll play the music and everything like that. This card, um, they even get to throw elbows, which I love, you know? It's like they're, they're that's a huge part of Muay Thai, and now I've never been a fan of the fact that just because they're amateurs, they're not allowed to do am- like elbows. Like you have elbow pads, like throw elbows. I don't like the fact that they have to wear shin guards either, but whatever, it's Massachusetts and that's the way that they have to do it. Um, but yeah, no, I love that they they bring in a lot of uh, really good Muay Thai schools from New York, from from all over the place, you know um you'll still see, see some fights where it's like like this guy's just throwing 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 but i mean hey it's exciting no matter what a muay thai fight is pretty much always going to be exciting you yeah, know that's, that's a thing but uh yeah i'm a big fan of, of no boundary love both those guys frederick muhammad um yeah, i mean I'm, I'm always pumped for a no boundary show
0: excellent and uh as you mentioned you have some uh you know some some of your, your your kids fighting in the early car. That's something that they just added the last event, um, you know, the kids show during the day, man. That just opens it up for, you know, a whole new, you know, a whole new venue and, and for parents and, and just the people to, to actually see a Muay Thai event and get more eyes on them. And, and some of these kids that are fighting on there are going to be the future where this kid is now, where he's going to be in your shoes someday, man. So uh, they're really doing it, uh, you know, doing it the right way and it's great that we can have that i mean um you know we have smokers around but we don't have any anything for the kids here that on a big stage like that and they're really doing it um again uh how many how many you got fighting on that early
1: card there chip just uh one kid on the early card okay Uh, i was trying to get this this 10 year old kid that i trained mason i was trying to get him a fight but um but they they didn't find anybody for them. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to trying to build up these kids. I'm trying to like my from the the kids that I have to the teenagers to the the adults. I want to like my big thing that I've been doing ever since I switched over to Muay Thai is trying to promote the art of real Muay Thai and like I want that to reflect in my fighters. I want all my students to get a chance to get in the ring to see what it's like and 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 get a chance to use the techniques that i've been teaching them and and get to see like especially you get some of these schools that that don't do real muay thai and then they kind of get exposed under muay thai rules and it's like aha i love it (laughs) love it so yeah no it's awesome that they're doing the kids shows too because you see all these little kids going in there and throwing down and everything like that and it's like you need that you like you said there's not a lot going on for for the youth um like, like youth leagues or anything like that. I know they're, like, sprouting up here and there. And, yeah, like you said, there's smokers. But the fact that they're offering the um, the kids a chance to get in there and throw down, it's like – when I was a little kid, I did karate tournaments. So it's like we should have something like that for Muay Thai as well. And also, like you said, I wish they could have fights more often, but obviously it's a big deal to – a lot of moving parts to put on a show and whatnot especially during the daytime when you know they're not like really selling a ton of tickets or anything like that to pay for it so but yeah no it's it's an awesome thing that they're doing with that for sure excellent
0: well zach man um big eyes gonna be on you on next saturday night man how you feeling i mean we got a week left you got kicked in the balls yesterday you healed up today (laughs) man (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, what, what goes down, man, the last week of, uh, Muay Thai camp, man, uh, biggest fight, I mean, you know, young career, but this is, this is a huge fight for you, man. So what, what goes down the last week of Muay Thai camp?
2: Uh, so, I mean, the last week is just, you know, perfecting everything that we've been working on as a whole, you know, my technique, just making sure everything is still crisp, everything is still sharp. Um, you know, usually just, uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of treat it like a normal week. Obviously, we slow down the sparring a little bit. So, you know, you want to get hurt, get marked up or whatever. But it's really just focusing down on the technique and stuff like that. You know, hitting pads. If if I have a couple pounds I got to lose, I usually will shed that off, like, uh, the last week. Which, I mean, I always – I never even ever have to call it, like, water weight or anything. I always just end up on weight. Actually, nah, Chip – yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I'll, I'll, I'll, laughs> i a bit worried about my weight. I don't know. I'm just like a freak about like my weight, even though I'm always like super close to weight. Like, you know, um, thanks to Peter Barrett, Peter Barrett is like my nutrition coach. He helps me out with like the, the weight cut, the diet and all that stuff. But I've weighed in both times for my amateur fight, two pounds under. And I'm like, and then ship's like, yep, told you, told you. And, um, so like the weight is never an issue for me at all, like ever. Um, so the only thing I ever have to worry about for fight week is the fight itself. Is you know, maybe sell some extra tickets, you know, the last few tickets that I have, and just uh, sharpening up all the tools, making sure we're crisp, we're ready to go for the fight. So,
0: excellent, my man. Well, a couple more questions, uh, before I let you get going. Um, Chip, man, I'm gonna ask you about the matchup itself. You know, Nick, I mean, you know, Hot Knocks, you know, almost like family, you guys are always together at these shows and stuff, man, uh, what do you see in this matchup? It's, you know, Nick's debut as the amateur and, uh, you know, Zach really impressed the crowd and, and impressed a lot of eyes in that fight. And even in his fight at cage Titans, man, that was a great fight. That fight could have went either way, you know, judges, you don't know what they look, you know, judges look at different things as far as, you know, in them fights, man. Um, but what do you see in this matchup and uh, how excited are you for this matchup here? Cause you're, You're coaching one of one of the guys here in a a huge matchup.
1: Yeah, no, I liked it a lot. As soon as I heard about it, I was like, "Good," because it makes a lot of sense. Nick is very experienced, and Nick is like, even though this is his first time as like an, an amateur, it's like, what's the difference between the fights? He's already been he's been fighting good people already. You know, it's like they're just a couple years younger um but no i've I've trained with nick too like i go over to hard knocks once in a while um nick is nick is a beast um but no like like so i'm glad that zach gets to like welcome him into the the adult league i guess or whatever um but i'm also happy that it'll be a good challenge for zach because like i said nick is really good he's really good like zach said earlier he's good at muay thai and a lot of the people that are out there and that you'll fight aren't that like even the last two guys they're both good good fighters but i wouldn't really say that they're like really like muay thai yeah. fighters you know it's like they both have kind of like a little unorthodox hybrid kind of style you know like kabir is more like almost like boxer-ish and 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 um and the last kid was kind of like he's like moving around a lot and around, which i mean hey whatever works works uh, whatever gets the job done. But at the same, like I said earlier, I'm a Muay Thai purist. So the fact that he gets to fight Nick, who is really good at Muay Thai, and that's what we're fighting. We're fighting Muay Thai. I want Zach to get a look of somebody who does do that. Like, all right, cool, go ahead. Like, go go see how you do, you know? <laughs> like, let's see if you if you have been listening to everything I say. And then, like, at the amateur level, I'm not even too concerned with, with whether or not these guys win or lose. I just want you to to learn and get experience, you know, because that's how you get better. Like if you win good, but if you win and you didn't do a lot of the things that that we were trying to accomplish and you weren't like throwing shit that I've been telling you to do, then I'm still not gonna be happy with that win. But if you lose and you've been and you go out there and you're 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 performing good and you're pushing forward and you're throwing kicks and you're throwing good technique and then you lose a decision or whatever you get stopped. I'll be more happy with that than if you win and you, you are tentative the whole time and you're not doing things like you're not responding to the buttons I'm playing on the controller, pressing on the (laughs) controller, you know, but, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to to see how this plays out and for both people, it's just going to be good experience. Like, you know, I'm like, Nick's a great kid. I like Nick a lot. Like obviously there's no animosity, the thing with Muay Thai, that's, that's a beautiful thing. Like, a lot of times in Thailand, you don't even know who you're fighting, you know? Like, or guys will show up to the venue in the same van together, and then before the fight, you see them all, like, slathered up in the in the Naman Mui, the oil and whatnot. They got the Mankans on and everything, and they're sitting next to each other right before they're getting called up into the ring, you know? And then they go in there, and, you know, it's they do the Y-Cruise, and then they just try to elbow each other's faces off. <laughs> you know? so, and then guess what? They fight again against somebody else like three weeks later you know it's just another like uh, if you think about an nba season you guys play multiple times a week we can't do that but you know hopefully we fight over and over and over and over again so another fight it's just experience you know win lose whatever it's all about the performance for me i just want to see like things that i've been trying to instill and this will be a great opportunity to actually get a chance to work on those things under pressure against somebody who's going to be playing the game with you. Because not everybody that you fight at the amateur level around here is going to be playing the game. And by playing the game, I mean like fighting a Muay Thai fight. You know, guys will be trying to stick and move and do all kinds of different things that you might see more in an MMA fight than a Muay Thai fight. But this one, you know, he's get to, he gets to go against somebody who's giving him real Muay Thai. So now you get to test your Muay Thai against somebody who's who's a willing, uh, a willing adversary. You know, and then you learn a lot about yourself, you know, no matter what happens in the fight, win, lose, whatever you just you learn. And that's how you improve.
0: Awesome, my man. Awesome. Um, last thing to you, Zach, bro. Yeah. Um, like we spoke about, um, you know, Muay Thai is thin as far as <clears throat> events you can get into, unless you go to New York and you know travel a little bit to get on these shows. But you know, what are you looking for? The you know, after this fight, um, you know, it's so, a where, where we are. Uh, April, you know, you got a, a long time during this year. Um, how you looking how busy are you looking to stay? You know, as Chip said, some of these uh, traditional guys they fight every three weeks, you know, every month or so, man. Not that you could do that, but you know how busy are you looking to stay if you're able?
2: Oh, uh, I'm looking to stay as busy as possible. I'm looking to go on every single card, uh, every single card possible, no matter what promotion. Honestly, like um, that's why for me, uh, kind of like you were saying before, like I don't care if it's a ring or a cage, right? It's a fight. I'm an amateur. I'm trying to. I'm trying to just get as much experience as possible. Again, like he had also said, win, lose, a draw to me that doesn't matter. The record doesn't matter. None of that does. It's just getting in there as much as possible while i'm young i'm an amateur i'm just getting in there trying to learn as much as possible the more fights you take the more experience you get the more you learn so for me um you know i just want to harp on as many uh as many shows as possible uh one thing i am looking forward to is um you know fighting uh, out of state as well i just want to get as much exposure and experience as possible so you know they got some really good promotions over in new york um i know chip had went over there with uh, with tk at one point, I'd like to get on that uh, that promotion fight um, out there at some point. I'd like to do some travel tournaments. Um, you see a lot of guys up in this area. A lot of uh, folks from Hard Knocks will fight down at um, like the IKF tournaments yeah. and stuff. Uh, we uh, at Fight Zone we've had guys go down there as well um, and do pretty well at those IKF tournaments. So I want to do those. Um, I just want to fight anywhere um, as much as possible. You know, as soon as this fight's over, um, you know, I want to enjoy uh, some cheeseburgers and. And pizza for a week and then just jump right back into another one just get right back into it um you know as much as possible so
0: excellent my man well i'll let you give you a shout out zach uh anything you want to say still tickets available um all that good stuff and then i'll you know hand it over the chip he can uh take us out of here so go ahead zach
2: all right yeah so uh, you can follow me on instagram uh zachary underscore converse uh quick fact uh my last, my last account had gotten hacked, um, the Zach Congress one. Can
0: I was- say one thing about that? Yeah, yeah, Because, shit, I don't know if you know, but it happens so bad. You know, I'm on social media all the time, you know, posting. Yeah. So I see these kids' accounts, right? I see the fucking, the latent twins from Lowe's Dude. Them. Listen, I know as soon as your fucking thing gets hacked because all you see is a Bitcoin ad. Oh, yeah, I made five grand. I see that right away. And then I mess. I messaged your guy. I said, hey, you, you fucking hacked my buddy. And he goes, no, this is your buddy. Give me five grand. I was like, you motherfucker. So I don't know how it happens, but you guys better fucking put a, you know, second author, alter- you know, do something to keep that because it's happened to all you guys.
2: Yeah, so I did for this account, right? And I was pissed because I had all my fight content on there. Luckily, like, it was all photos that I had saved and stuff. But, like, man, he's messaging, like, all these people and asking them for money and stuff like that. I mean, anyone in their right mind knows, okay, this person's hacked. And, um, yeah, it was. I mean, it was a buddy from my gym, Uh, one of my buddies who does jiu-jitsu from my gym, whose account got hacked, who got my account hacked. And uh, it sucked. I tried every way possible to get yeah. the account back. It's like email on instagram and facebook and and doing everything i possibly can i couldn't get it back eventually the account got taken down thankfully but i had to start from scratch with this new one so my new one is zachary underscore converse um i apologize to anyone (laughs) that got messages asking them for money or some bitcoin uh whatever crypto stuff from my last one that was not me um so luckily the account got taken down but hey whatever i'll start from fresh i mean that's fine um yeah, no, as far as shout-outs, uh, I just want to give a shout-out to everybody from my team. Um, obviously, you know, Chip's here. And uh, shout-out to Mike True and Steve Gaudette and Jimmy McDonald, uh, the other coaches from Fight Zone, uh, some of my teammates, you know, uh, Matt Callahan, um, Tito, all those guys. Um, you know, it's been, it's been awesome. It's been a great camp. Um, I really appreciate, you know, everyone who's, who's helped support me, everyone who's helped me out throughout this camp. Uh, I want to thank uh, my sponsor, Orton's Coffee, my buddy Matt Hall, Start his own coffee business. It's booming right now. It's awesome. So he hooks me up with gear with free coffee, which I always need during my training camps. Um, You know, get that caffeine to to do those, you know, those sessions. Um, But, uh, yeah, so I just want to say thank you to everyone. I'm still selling tickets. Uh, You can buy them online, uh, use my code, or just let me know. Or I have tickets in hand. I can deliver them, uh, whatever. This is going to be a great show. Some action-packed fights. I'm super excited. Um, And this is just another fight. Uh, you know, to learn from. And I'm just excited to just keep, keep rolling with it. Excellent. I mean, well, dude, you got, you got like four posts
0: on that new Instagram. You already got like 800 followers. So I'm like, yeah, you're going to get them right back. So it's like, yeah. Jesus. Hey, did you get a uh, message by his, uh his hack looking for five grand? That chip? <laughs> yeah. Did you get a message from it? I got a message. <laughs>
1: No, I I I think I just messaged him and I was talking shit or something.
0: That's <laughs> again. All right, my man. Uh, Chip, anything you want to say before I let you go? Anyone to shout out? Uh, we have your social media up here. Um, but uh, you know, anything you want to say, shout it out and I'll let you guys, you know, get some sleep, rest.
1: Shit, yeah, I ain't sleeping. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, everybody just come out next next weekend, man. Come out, watch some Muay Thai, support the sport. Um while you're at the show ask questions if you're like an mma fan you're just showing up just because one of your teammates buddies or something like that is fighting and you don't know why they're playing that weird music (laughs) and why people are dancing around the ring with flowers around their neck ask somebody who, who looks like they know what they're talking about you know what i'm saying i want everybody to get educated about the sport so we can just make it bigger you know but um yeah come out say oh hey every time somebody kicks somebody um and look out for me in, in about seven months when I'm back to being able to kick people. Again, you know? like I've been over here fighting some of the best in the world without even all my capabilities. When I come back, everybody's dead.
0: Excellent. Well, that belt will be waiting for you, bro. To you know, kick yourself to victory with that. So, hey guys, man, thank you so much for coming on. Um, sorry about the glitch in the beginning, but you know it all works out for you know a reason. And a uh, great show, man. Uh, I'll be seeing you next Saturday night. I'll be uh, ringside, not side. ringside watching. It's a fabulous card. A lot of great, great fights on that, um, you know, on that event. And, uh, man, can't wait to see you guys, man. You have a great, great Easter. And uh, we'll see you on April 22nd, guys.
2: All right. Thank you, Steve. Right. And
0: thanks for having I'll
2: all see right. you all. All
0: right, my guys. Hey, don't leave yet. I'm going to talk to you for one minute before um, I let everyone go. All right. We out! oh wait last thing uh next Wednesday I'm gonna have Sean Schubert in here with Mike White they'll be right across the way from me Sean will be talking mad shit having beers because he can Mike will look mm-hmm. like he fucking like uh his dog died cause he's way- cutting weight so
1: he's been putting to work too.
0: yeah they've been putting to work so uh tune in next Wednesday that's when we'll be we'll be back
1: Mike is good to see your tongue getting, getting elbowed in the head by me too so you know he's ready to roll alright my man
0: so it's gonna be a great night for all so uh Hang on, guys. I'll be right back.